Chapter Eight of Viking Tales. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Reading by Lars Rolander. Viking Tales by Jenny Hall. Part One. Chapter Eight. Gida's saucy message. Now Harald heard men talk of Gida, the daughter of King Eric. She is very beautiful, they said, but she is very proud too. She can both read and make runes. No other woman in the world knows so much about herbs as she does. She can cure any sickness, and she is proud of all this. Now when King Harald heard that, he thought to himself, Fair and proud, I like them both. I will have her for my wife. So he called his uncle Guthorm and said, Take rich gifts and go to Gida's foster father and tell him that I will marry Gidan. So Guthorm and his men came to that house and they told the king's message to the foster father. Gida was standing near, weaving a rich cloak she heard the speech she came up and said holding her head high and curling her lip i will not waste myself on a king of so few people norway is a strange country there is a little king here and a little king there hundreds of them scattered about now in denmark there is but one great king over the whole land and it is so in sweden is no one brave enough to make all of norway his own she laughed a scornful laugh and walked away the men stood with open mouths and stared after her could it be that she had sent that saucy message to king harold they looked at her foster father he was chuckling in his beard and said nothing to them they started out of the house in anger when they were at the door Gida came up to them again and said, Give this message to your King Harald for me. I will not be his wife unless he puts all of Norway under him for my sake. So Guthorm and his men rode homeward across the country. They did not talk. They were all thinking. At last one said, How shall we give this message to the king? I have been thinking of that, Guthorm said. His anger is no little thing. It was late when they rode into the king's yard, for they had ridden slowly, trying to make some plan for softening the message, but they had thought of none. I see light through the wind's eyes of the feast hall, one said. Yes, the king keeps feast, Guthorm said. We must give our message before all his guests. So they went in with very heavy hearts. There sat King Harald in the high seat. The benches on both sides were full of men. The tables had been taken out, and the mead horns were going round. Oho! cried King Harald. Our messengers, what news? Then Guthorm said, this Gida is a bold and saucy girl, King Harald. My tongue refuses to give her message. The king stamped his foot. Out with it, he cried. What does she say? 
she says she will not marry so little a king guthorm answered harald jumped to his feet his face flushed red guthorm stretched out his hand they are not my words o king they are the words of a silly girl is there any more the king shouted go on she said there is one king in denmark and one king in sweden is there no man brave enough to make himself king of all norway tell king harald that i will not marry him unless he puts all of norway under him for my sake the guests sat speechless staring at guthorm all at once the king broke into a roar of laughter by the hammer of thor he cried that is a good message i thank you gida did you hear it friends king of all norway why we are all stupids why did we not think of that then he raised his horn high now hear my vow i say that i will not cut my hair or comb it until i am king of all norway that i will be or i will die then he drank off the horn of mead and while he drank it all the men in the hall stood up and waved their swords and shouted and shouted that old hall in all its two hundred years of feasts had not heard such a noise before ah harold guthorm cried surely thorin valhalla smiled when he heard that vow the men sat all night talking of that wonderful vow on the very next day king harald sent out his war arrows soon a great army was gathered they marched through the country north and south and east and west burning houses and fighting battles as they went people fled before them some to their own kings some inland to the deep woods and hid there but some went to king harald and said we will be your men then take the oath and i will be friends with you he said the men took off their swords and laid them down and came one by one and knelt before the king they put their heads between his knees and said from this day harald halfdanson i am your man i will serve you in war for my land i will pay your taxes i will be faithful to you as my king then harald said i am your king and i will be faithful to you many kings took that oath and thousands of common men of all the battles that harald fought he did not lose one now for a long time the king's hair and beard had not been combed or cut they stood out around his head in a great bushy mat of yellow at a feast one day when the jokes were going round harold's uncle said harold i will give you a new name after this you shall be called harold shockhead as my naming gift i give you this drinking horn it's a good name laughed all the men after that all people called him harald shockhead during these wars whenever king harald got a country for his own this is what he did he said all the marshland and the woodland where no people live is mine 
for his farm every man shall pay me taxes over every country put some brave wise man and called him earl he said to the earls you shall collect the taxes and pay them to me but some you shall keep for yourselves you shall punish any man who steals or murders or does any wicked thing when your people are in trouble they shall come to you and you shall set the thing right you must keep peace in the land i will not have my people troubled with robber vikings the earls did all these things as best they could for they were good strong men the farmers were happy they said we can work on our farms with peace now before king harald came something was always wrong the vikings would come and steal our gold and our grain and burn our houses or the king would call us to war those little kings are always fighting it is better under king harald but the chiefs who liked to fight and go a viking hated king harald and his new ways one of these chiefs was solfi he was a king's son harald had killed his father in battle solfi had been in that battle at the end of it he fled away with two hundred men and got into ships we will make that shockhead smart he said so they harried the coast of king harald's country they filled their ships with gold they ate other men's meals they burned farmhouses behind them the people cried out to the earls for help so the earls had out their ships all the time trying to catch solfi but he was too clever for them in the spring he went to a certain king audbjorn and said to him now there are two things that we can do we can become this shocked harald's thralls we can kneel before him and put our heads between his knees or else we can fight my father thought it better to die in battle than to be any man's thrall how is it will you join with my cousin arnvid and me against this young shockhead yes i will do it said the king end of chapter 8 read by lars rolander